Welcome to Women of Grace in the Marketplace on TalkEerie.com. Here's Janelle Keith and Lori Clapper. Welcome to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. And today we have such a special guest among us. Her name is Christy Olson. She has a BA degree in education and psychology and is currently working towards her doctorate of Christian theology. Now that's not all she does. She's a master life coach, a certified a life purpose coach, a strategic two-day plan, life plan coach, an instructor, ordained minister. Christy, is there anything you do not do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds better on paper, right? Um, I, just, I, I think you just do. God gives you the energy to do what you need to do. That's all I can say. That's I don't know. I hear that and I'm like, how am I doing all that? <laughs> I, and I didn't even get through the whole little paragraph that she sent me about her uh, pedigree, I call it. You know, so, wow, Christy, very impressive. Thank you for taking time with us today. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. This is an exciting uh, experience for a podcast. I think it's so needed. Yes. I, well, we agree, and that's why we're doing it. <laughs> and, of course, I'm very happy as well. I reflect uh, Janelle's sentiments to have you on with us today. So we got a little bit of what Janelle called your pedigree. So why don't you tell us a little more about yourself, your family, and, and your background in the workplace? Sure, absolutely. So I grew up in the Midwest. I have a corporate background. Even though I have a degree in education, I did start by teaching elementary school and then um, actually, my life took a little turn. I went through a divorce. I was a single mom, and I went into corporate work doing training and business development for a service company, and then kind of had ministry experience always at the same time, right? Like a lot of us do, well, full-time work, and then we are on a ministry staff part-time. And then for a while, I also was able to be on a ministry staff full-time. I've started multiple entrepreneur businesses, and that's the thing that I think some people who know me know about it, but if you could buy it, sell it, wear it, or apply it, I decided to start a business around it. Like I've always <laughs> had that itch. Like I want to be somewhere, and I realized I I really wanted to be more of a connector than I did sell anything. But you kind of had to do those two things together, right, to do what I wanted to do. So I, I think I spent a lot of years kind of doing that, and then eventually found my passion with coaching women, uh, specifically around purpose and spirituality and that was kind of an aha moment. Just a short story about that is I felt like I either had to be one or the other. And so I realized I can be a spiritual person in the workplace. And that's when I really got momentum to do a lot of coaching that I've been doing for a number of years. Um, and also I have some missions and ministry opportunities around the world. That's how I met Janelle. We were in India together, which was an amazing time. Um, I'm a wife, a mom, a grandma. I have two adorable little girl uh, grandchildren, which we love. <laughs> mm. um, it's just been a wild ride, right? And I, I still think I'm 58 and I'm just starting to realize what I want to do when I grow up. So I, I kind of have that child wonder, right? Because I feel like I should have this figured out by now, Lord. You know, I've done all these things and I haven't really stuck on anything. But, but I have. When I look back, there has been this common thread of just, being connected with women, walking them through their purpose, understanding how the spiritual components all work together. And so, you know, now that I'm relocating again, after eight years of being on the East Coast, now I'm going to the Southwest, I've taken all that with stride, saying my whole life has kind of been a series of transitions. And that's okay, because God is a God of order, yet God is also a God that allows us to experience so many different things in his creative process. So that's, that's kind of another short story of where I'm at. Wow. 
Wow, we need to put that in a book, Christy. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I that is my number one regret for COVID 2021 because I should have been I should have been sitting writing that book. It's like you and I both know I've got a couple books in me, and um, in God's grace, He's got to work that out because I know that people need what's in those books. So we're going to work Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. Well, when when life uh, settles down a bit, you know, in your next chapter. Hopefully he'll allow some time for that because I definitely think you have a lot of wisdom to impart. And I would like for you to speak about that experience when God first confirmed that in you, that your purpose was to minister to women, you know, in, in the entrepreneurship corporate world. Well, you know, it's so funny because even as a little girl, I had dreams and visions that kind of gave me glimpses of my purpose, but honestly, I didn't know how I was supposed to walk it out. Like I knew it had to do with some kind of ministry discipleship, but I also knew I had this entrepreneurial edge and I loved being in business. I, even as a little kid, I loved playing, like um, I was in charge of the business, you know, and I would have people come in, I would give them little orders or, you know, whatever. Um, but I've realized that I think he showed me along the way that purpose for a lot of us comes from just walking out that journey of faith. And so mm. my purpose always he always told me it was going to be centered around my faith. And it's taken me a lot of years to understand how do you walk that out? And I think we get revelations into our purpose as we walk through these different life journeys. Um, but also then me saying, okay, God, you've given me a glimpse. I want to be willing to step into what all that you have for me. So it's kind of a process, but I think for a lot of us, we know from early on, a glimmer of what that purpose is, but the world might shut us down or things, life circumstances, we feel shut down. So that's part of what we'll probably get into as we continue our conversation. But I think there's bumps in the road, um, but he's always giving you that glimpse. And I know he did for me. And I really believe that's true because we all have a destiny map. If you look at um, Psalm 139, it's about, I knew you before you were knit in your mother's room. All the days of your life were written in your book. And I call that your destiny scroll or your destiny map. So we have that. We just mm -hmm. have to get back to the beginning. What did God call me? How has he wired me? So that, that's really, that's what lights me up. And that's been part of how I've realized what my purpose is. So those early years of me following my brothers around with my little tape recorder and microphone, it worked yeah. out pretty well for me. <laughs> it did. It did. And I think that's so fun that you mentioned it because I think a lot of times, even to my coach and I asked, part of it is, what did you love when you were little? And I used to hate that question personally myself because I thought, well, it has nothing to do with it. But it, when you look at those little games we play as children or how mm -hmm. we related to people, there are definite clues that I will stand by all time with everyone that that is a glimmer of what you were going to do so good for you I'm glad it worked out for you Lori <laughs> thank you for confirming that I appreciate that so much <laughs> so I heard that as you were kind of seeking that purpose as God was starting to speak that into you that you kind of denied what that purpose might be, even letting other people disqualify that in you. And I think we all can be guilty of that. Can you tell us a little bit about that experiences? Do you have any certain stories where you kind of uh, remember that happening? I do. And you know, it's interesting. The more I think about my journey on purpose, the more I realize that um, I, I allowed my voice as a woman to be silenced quite a few times. So I was 
you know, part of the story, right? So I can't blame it on other people. Yet I, there were some very painful moments, especially since I knew somehow I was going to be in ministry and I thought it was the church, like in the local church. And so I have this love, hate, love relationship. What I mean by that is I love the church. I hate sometimes the evilness that the enemy has brought into the church. But at the end of the day, I love Jesus and I love people. So I've had to really work on that as part of my purpose path. But in those painful moments, when you talk about how did I deny my purpose, I think I allowed people to say, because of your gender, you can't teach that lesson. Or because of the gifts you have, we don't believe that in our denomination. Mm -hmm. Not all denominations do that. But in my unique story, I felt like I wasn't qualified then to fight back or even really knew the truth of God's word because I was allowing other people to feed me what their truth of his word was. And so I I think in that, a lot of high achieving spirit filled women like myself, we were denied that place of leadership in a church if we felt that's where our ministry was. So we left the church and we tried to find our place in the marketplace. So that's how I, I feel like, yes, I denied part of my purpose by allowing people to silence my voice and telling me I can't do things. And even in the marketplace, that happens, right? It's, it's corporate America, too. Women still have to prove themselves more than men. And as a single mom, I didn't get much support. And if I wanted time off, too bad, you know, find a babysitter. So I think for everyone, it's different. But I also believe that there is a piece of us that can allow what other people say about us to silence and to deny our purpose. Mm. That is rich wisdom right there. I tell you what, we- I think I need a coaching session with Christy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anytime, Uh, anytime. (laughs) uh, So these experiences of your past, your destiny map, uh, as you uh, phrased it, have shaped you into the confident woman that you are today. Would that be correct? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's what I'm finding in my own personal journey, Christy, is point A doesn't always directly relate to you know the destination except it's the next step that you have to take to get to where you want to go would you say that is true absolutely And, and I think we have to understand so to be the fullest expression of who I am today I had to go through those experiences But then I also had to have that revelation to understand that, oh, my gosh, my business can be my ministry. Like, I don't know why I never thought that that could coincide. Like, it's both and. It's not church or marketplace. It's both and. So it it was definitely an experience that shaped me because I had all that corporate experience that could give me that side of it. Then because I had a spirit-filled life, I could take that and then I could learn to marry them. So, yeah, I, I think that's something that I encourage women to start what they feel is missing, like I did, and just go through, you know, you have something you can offer. So let's embrace your unique gift mix. Yeah, that's, that's a great way to say it, that marriage that has to happen between your purpose and your, your character and going forward with confidence in stepping into and walking it out, just like you said. And sometimes you feel like those things are kind of disparate, right? You feel like, okay, how can these things all work together? But somehow God has <laughs> has a plan in all of it, right? <laughs> and it's, it's kind of like a spider web, right? Yeah, you see all yeah. these random patterns. 
Uh, but then you see this common thread woven through if you look over your life. And that's what I do a lot with my coaching is it seems we take all these random pieces. And when you literally lay them out, you can start seeing patterns. And you can start seeing where God has always had his hand on you. God has always blessed you and loved you enough to course correct um, even when you didn't understand it. But you can look at it from his perspective now. So, yes, absolutely. So we have to take a break right now. Great stuff, Christy. And when we come back, we're going to dig a little more into uh, Christy's search for significance and the places it took her and the wisdom it brought her as well. Stay tuned. Women of Grace in the Marketplace will be right back on TalkEerie.com. Welcome back to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Lori Clapper, along with my co-host, Janelle Keith. We have Christy Olson with us today. We're so happy to have her. And already in the first few minutes of the show, we've had so much wisdom imparted. And man, there's a lot to go. So please stay tuned with us. So Christy, what sort of places, I guess that could be physical or spiritual, emotional, or what have you, uh, did your search for significance take you? That's such a great question, because I don't think we take the time to really look at that. We all want instant success, and we live in such a world right now that it's, it doesn't happen overnight. We're a failure, right? So uh, I think when you look at places, um, it reminds me of that Dr. Seuss book, All the Places You Will Go. You know, and through my corporate work and entrepreneurship, all of that did help shape with who I am. And I think the biggest thing is I learned new skills. I met fabulous people, but I also started understanding that there can be a unique expression of what I call the sacred and the secular all in one place. So I found out what I didn't want as far as what was going on in some of the corporate also found out what I didn't want with what I saw going on in the local ministry. So that, that push pull is really what I call my search for significance because I was open to looking at what was going on, but I was also allowing to see the spiritual eyes say, is this for me? Is this not for me? And God loves me so much that he wants me to be the full expression of myself. So how can I shape that, you know, and to really believe in that purpose. And then he literally dropped a verse in my spirit because it's a couple of years ago now, but it was been sitting in my spirit. And now I feel like it's unfolding. It was from Psalm 68, 11. It said, the Lord gave the command and a great company of women brought the good news. So I feel like my search for significance is to help other women really facilitate their search because we're in a season now that the Lord wants to advance a great company of women to have influence and impact in the world. And who better to do it than people who love Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Like the world needs that so desperately. But I think because I had to go through all those places, right? It's like we were talking about the, the map and the spider web earlier. I had to do all these random things that seemed random at the time because the Lord was saying, I need you to see this. Now I need you to see this. Now I need you to see this. Okay, now come with me and let's put it all together. And I'm like, oh, I get it. So, you know, the interesting thing for me about purpose is sometimes I think a 23-year-old has a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge, yet they don't have that experience. And I think the Lord is saying, I need you to go on a journey with me. And it may be a little longer than you think. Hopefully it won't be 40 years. 
but it may be a little longer you think because I need you to see things from my perspective. So uh, that's probably a longer answer than you needed. But I think <laughs> my search for significance really allowed me to dig into how he can combine that sacred and secular in the marketplace. Mm, I love the way you said it. Sacred and secular. Wow. That's just, it brings such a spiritual purpose to it all, you know, then just a, a, like a, like in unison, like it talks about in Ephesians where, God, you know, Paul encourages the Ephesians to say, listen, this is for a unified reason that I'm telling you these things. These are so that you can be united with Jesus Christ. And I can remember the day I read that and I thought, this is why he gives us the authority to do what he's asked of us is because he wants to unite others with himself. This is it. <laughs> Well, that is, there's truth, Janelle, that is so truthful, because yeah. none of us were meant to do this alone. Why would, no. like, he didn't create us for that. No. But I also, I also think, and you just said it, like, sometimes we think, oh, the greatest thing to do is to be saved, and we're going to have an end of story. That is not why Jesus came. Like, Jesus no. came to give us life and let us live it abundantly. Like, he wants us to do all these things together and to be significant for him. Mm-hmm. And not say, I'm saved. Now I can just walk out my days till I die and go to heaven. Like, right. I think that's just like the biggest misnomer. And I think a lot of us were taught that, right? So Absolutely, to take that yeah. another level is important. Yeah. yeah and the, the, the commission we have with him is to partner with him about making disciples, you know, and, you know, broadcasting his name and lifting it up and pointing the way. It's not that we're the, I mean, the Holy Spirit is the networker. I mean, and he's our divine counselor. So we go on his word, but the word has already been proclaimed. So (laughs) we just kind of have to line ourselves up with what he's already said and not believe the things that he didn't say. You know, that's just, that's the thing. We know your Bible, and then follow his example. Exactly. And I think some of us, we needed to find a place where we could grow and be yeah. released into our calling too, right? Yeah. So uh, my my hope is along this journey of significance that we grow and we can really mature in the faith, and that allows us to be released into the, our highest calling. Right. And it's not a, a like a it's all about me kind of significance. It's the significance that you can have, the security and all of that, the identity that you have in Jesus. That's that's what it's truly all about. Uh, yeah, it's about identity and authority, right? The identity yeah. who we are and the authority that we have. And if we can't get that concept, we're going to struggle. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. We'll always be searching. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to you talking about the different places that we're led to, you know, all those places kind of lead to our purpose. And, and just a personal story, I, I was called out of radio for a time and uh, mm-hmm. to go into publishing. It's something that I always was interested in all my years, like from the time I was probably 20 years old, man, that would be really cool. That would be really cool, but was never called there. But uh, as I went to work in publishing, it, it was a tough environment. It, it was hard on me in a lot of different ways. I grew a lot, but then in a lot of ways, I was kind of like, that felt like I was going crazy. But, you know, just as an encouragement to someone who might be listening, if you're going through that, you know, just know that God is using that for a purpose because now Janelle and I are in publishing, book publishing, right? <laughs> so you never know what God has in store for you when you're going through those tough times and when you're, you're kind of like just trying to trudge through every day, you know, trust God that there is a reason for that day. And, you know, in, in the future, he has, he has great plans. 
Yeah, and nothing is a waste, right? Like right. all of those, even the hardships, he doesn't waste anything. And as a matter of fact, there will be abundance with whatever you so wherever you sowed, right? And that's sowing your time, sowing your energies and your knowledge. Like it's all part of his plan. And I, I think it's so funny that sometimes we think we have to do it on our own because we hear so many things about be a boss, babe, do this, you know, work yourself to death. And I'm like, that is not God's plan. Like nowhere in the Bible can we say that's how God wants us to walk out our purpose. You know, if it's not about grace, love and mercy, you just have to kind of put your arms around that, you know, and say, I don't have to struggle to be successful. Exactly. And when you're, when you're walking along in, in God's plan for you, I think he just works out so much. Uh, sometimes you don't even, uh, you can't even fathom, like, how did this happen? Right. How did this come to come to be? Yeah. And, and he, and he can just set it in your lap. You know, I've, ex- I know yeah. I've experienced that in my own life and it's just like, wow, wow, God. <laughs> There will be a day when the things you prayed for will unfold, just like Christy said. And I've experienced that too. It's just like, is this ever going to change? Or, you know, and then all of a sudden things change and you think, oh, well, I don't, you know, here I am in this whole new uh, room with God, you know, to say, (laughs) these are the things I've been praying for. I just didn't know it would look like this. I think it rarely looks like we thought it would, oh, but man. we serve yeah. such a creative God, right? That he, I think he just sits there and says, oh my gosh, wait till she sees this. You know? so <laughs> I love that it's, picture. It's, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, we can't wait. We're going to give this surprise party to somebody. I've got a surprise party for her and she's going to absolutely love it. You know, so <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Well, we have to wrap up this part of the show. Uh, please stay tuned. You're listening to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. We're with Christy Olson and we're going to share a little more of the memorable places her journey for significance and purpose has taken her. And I can't wait to hear the stories she has to share. Stay tuned. Women of Grace in the Marketplace will be right back on TalkEerie.com. Welcome back to Women of Grace in the Marketplace podcast. Today's guest is Christy Olson. She loves to empower women to get a fresh perspective of their unique assignment in the world and create a strategic and personal brand master plan for them to carry out their calling. Now, I love the wording. This is like a great mission statement and a vision statement all in one. I love your determination, Christy, just to speak that life into other women. It's just so profound. The You know, you doing what you do. I know I just keep going on about that, but you're, you're such a unique person is that you're so confident in this calling, this assignment, like you said, it, that that God has placed on your life. And Lori and I both know this did not come overnight. Now, did you have a vision for this when you were that single mom uh, uh, unsure about where you were supposed to enter in the corporate world and you know, you had your destiny map and, but how did all of that just, I'm just so curious about how that all came together. And I know you've been walking it out and are still, things are unfolding for you with this latest transition, but talk about those memorable places in your journey where you can call it, that was a turning point for me. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, that's such a good question. You know, you mentioned something when you were uh, starting at the top of the segment here that, you know, we're in the world and we're out here doing our calling. And that was, that's such an interesting space to be in as a spirit-filled woman or any, you know, wherever you're at on your spiritual spectrum, but as a woman of faith, that Mm -hmm. we're in this world, but we know we're supposed to be doing something for Jesus. And so how do we walk that journey and how do we see it and carry it out? Because I, I honestly have put my destiny map, what I'm calling my destiny map, I have put it down so many times because Mm -hmm. I felt frustrated or I felt life was just getting too hard and surely Jesus didn't mean for me to do this. So I'm just going to lay it down and maybe I'll pick it up someday, but I'm just calling it quits. Like I have had those days. And so it's mm-hmm. not always this fun fiesta kind of experience. Right? <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it, it's that. And so when you're talking about memorable places, I, I have physically been to some amazing places. And in some of the jobs I had, I was able to walk out part of my journey and create safe spaces for women to express who they were, whether it was um, a faith-based organization or just a secular organization. But honestly, the most memorable times and places for me, this is going to sound so strange, but hear me on the end of this, the desperate and the lonely times where I had nowhere else to go, but to Mm. press into Jesus and his word. Those have been the most memorable places for me, because that's where I was allowed to search out the truth of his word for myself. Mm -hmm. And I maybe even did it kicking and screaming a little bit, you know, especially I was going through my divorce. I felt so abandoned and the church abandoned me. My husband abandoned me. Like all this stuff was coming together and I still had to put food on the table. And so I had to go to this place that only Christ could fill. And I had to be okay with being uncomfortable there. And then gradually, you know, work, build that spiritual muscle and say, oh, it's not that I have to be here because I'm desperate. I kind of like being here now. Like I can feel the presence of God. I can read the truth of his word and Holy Spirit can minister to me in this place. And then gradually, you know, praying that he would find other women who felt the same way, you know, Mm -hmm. and how I could connect and how we could pursue this call together and not doing it alone. And so that's kind of the memorable journey for me is from the desperate and lonely place to gradually understanding that there is hope for all women and we're going to connect, we're going to find each other, we're going to support each other. But I had to go through that desert place um, in order to really get to where I am. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that when, when you were asking about memorable place, that's really the first thing my mind went to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) We agree. (laughs) We agree. Yeah. I, when you're, when you were talking about that, that, oh, wow. Those desperate places. I can remember the feeling I had in India. We experienced that trip together and just experiencing the desperation of those women. It was palpable. You could see it in their eyes and, uh, just seeing that lostness of soul that's where god has taught me about my purpose in speaking life into other women is that uh i never i my my assignment is to always communicate how much how loved and cherished each daughter is and that is uh, that comes through word that comes through podcasts that comes through things that i write but to know that he cherishes us and he never intends for us to feel that lost and alone. And um, when I saw the desperation in those Indian women and just the, just the, 
the faith they had and it was mustard seed faith in that that's all they had just like you said when when it was the only thing they had to cling to and they were so strong in that they didn't have all this they had all kinds of issues around them like we all do have all kinds of issues but they were so focused on god is enough God is enough for this. God is enough to get me out of this. And the way they clung to that truth, you know, in a desperate way was that really impacted me. And that, that experience, it was, it was an intense spiritual experience, but God uses missions to do just what you said, to bring that empathy, to show the lostness, to show the depravity of the world. And it, it does something to you to say, I want to be someone that makes a difference in that area that, that can speak life to that. Well, and that's, you're exactly right. So now what we experienced in India, they had nothing else to cling to, literally not a home, not a job, sometimes not family. And, and so, you know, in the Western world, where most of us are from, who are listening to this podcast, we we have so much yet we can be so desperate and lonely at the same time and so it's it's finding along the journey it is kind of finding like what's that thread what's that thing that can i can anchor to Mm -hmm. or can hold on to because that that is the only thing i have and it sounds like a sunday school answer right like i I get so tired of of (laughs) you know how do you answer this oh jesus said so well but that is the truth. Like he did say so. And yes, it's yeah. okay. It's okay to hang on to that. And, and I think then also, like you said, pray for others to come alongside. And so that trip to India was mm-hmm. so amazing. I've been to Haiti. I've been to a number of other countries. Uh, I've been to Indonesia. And I just feel like God was showing me glimpses each time of saying, how can we work this together? Like, if that's your calling, Christy, you know, to help disciple other women and bring them up into the fullest expression of who they are, I want you to see where they are right now. Like, before exactly. I can help, I have, I have to see where they're at. So she, the woman at the well, right? Like, yeah. Jesus met her where she was at mm-hmm. and gave her the water that she needed, the living water. And so sometimes I think the journey will bring us to places. It may be a, a job where the boss that we answer to is less than respectable. Um, but the Lord is going to take us to that place to learn about grace and mercy, mm-hmm. or the Lord is going to take us to this place to teach us something he needs us to see through his eyes to help us better suited for the journey ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> I know I can think of uh, times uh, in my experience that again, I questioned God, like, why am I here? Why are you putting me through this? But then he he was always so faithful in showing me that, okay, these people are in your path. What are you going to, what are you going to do? How are you going to reflect me? And even if it was in the lunch, in our little lunch room, praying with a friend or a coworker, you know, uh, in those little ways, you know, God teaches you so much because Again, you don't know what people are going through, and if he can, you know, ex- expose that and bring you uh, to those people, um, it, it can be an amazing experience if you're open to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's how I met my second husband. So, a little short aside story: oh. being in the workplace and having those little 
prayer times, like come in my office, shut my door, someone needed me to pray for them, whatever. And I didn't overtly express my faith, but it's just kind of who mm-hmm. I am right now, the spirit led. But I had a boss that came to me one day and I thought I was in there for some kind of business meeting. And she's like, I just need to ask you something. She goes, I hear you talk about your faith at work. I know you're talking about it and that's fine. And I ride in this carpool with this guy and on the way to work, he talks about his faith and you guys are talking the same message. And she goes, you're both single now. I think you really need to go on a date. <laughs> because, and she wasn't See? even a believer, right? She wasn't even a believer. That's the thing. Because she goes, I hear you talk about God. I hear him talk about God. And so it, it is that journey. I'm like, seriously? Like, this is how you think we're going to get together? But it, and it worked out. I ended up marrying him. So it must have been a God thing. See, when, you, when you're all... open to that, right? You're open to God's uh, <laughs> leading. Hey, you never know. You meet your spouse. <laughs> you meet your spouse. All right. So you don't know that. But I, I think the point for me in that was, if you're just open, and even though the job may have been frustrating at the time, or I wasn't, you know, sure that was the right place for me, God created something beautiful out of that experience. And there's mm-hmm. always people for a reason in the season. I always say that because I have people I haven't seen in 30 years, but for that reason in the season, they were yes. in my life, I got what God used them to give me what I needed. Yeah, I can totally uh, relate to that because as I mentioned, those little prayer sessions in the lunchroom, I had many of those with uh, a friend that I made, a coworker that I became good friends with at that time. And she was going through a pretty desperate time. And even just for that season that we can meet together and pray, um, even though I felt <laughs> sometimes, I, again, I questioned God to why I was there. But as I look back, I can say, oh, that's why I was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even right. if it was just for those little, you know, five minute prayers at lunch when she was in, in tears expressing, you know, what she was going through. Um, God was able to speak through me even at some weakest points in my life, but to be able to use me anyway. I believe there's an Oswald Chambers quote, and I'll probably botch this, but he says, we often think that prayer is uh, a preparation for the work. But in reality, prayer is the work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's such a, we, we tend to discount the power of that. We don't rely on it often enough. I, I don't, you know, but also that we can talk to God about everything, everything that's on our heart, even the things that bring shame into our lives. We can talk to him about that because that's what he's, his, his word directs us to do that. I mean, you said it earlier, Christy, uh, that we have the best course corrector we know, you know, yep. uh, and often, <laughs> often, and the most powerful influential person, you know, that hovers over the earth. Why wouldn't we want to tap into that? And yet we often, I, I'm, I'm in full confession here. I often think, well, I got to figure this out. How mm-hmm. is this supposed to work? Well, he, put it in my lap. Now, what do I do with it? And I, I, I rush to the, a, what I think would be a solution instead of consulting him in prayer first to say, okay, God, you've given me this. What do I do with it? You know, show me how to empower or show me how to encourage or whatever. And, and, and thinking, oh, well, I've got to come up with some kind of brilliant idea, you know, so the, <laughs> but it's not that at all. Prayer is, the work if we would just ask him and include him from the very beginning and you know that's well, and, 
that's so key. I don't want to interrupt you, but I just want to, when you said that, I'm like, I've totally had to change my thinking on that as uh-huh. a mature, as a believer, because it used to be exactly that. Okay, God, now you gave me this. Now I need to do this because I'll figure this out and this out and this out. I've right. come to the point where now when something like that drops on me, I have to step back and I say, God, that's amazing. What are you going to do with this? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. How are you going to yes. walk this out with me? How are yeah. we going to do this together? And that's the whole concept of his yoke is easy, his burden is light, right? When I'm yoked together with him, I don't have to do the heavy lifting. I have uh-huh. to be part of the process and I have to be in movement. I can't just sit there on my couch and wait for something to happen. Can it happen? Mm-hmm. Sure, maybe. But every miracle in the Bible happened because someone got up and did something. You know, oh, and Jesus like, stand up and walk, pick up your mat, go into the water. Like, so we have to get the miraculous. We have to do the work. Yet, we have to be in the rest of God and allow him to do that heavy lifting. So I think that's what you're really talking about, Janelle, if I, yeah. if I got you right. Like, let's quit trying to do this all on our own. Yeah, because he and he wants to do it for us. I I think sometimes we think we have to work for our salvation or we have to work for the good gifts that he wants to give us. Right. We're very works based. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so if we can take ourselves to that spiritual level, so we're not supposed to work for anything. We're just supposed to be in the rest of God. R-E-S-T, right. if someone's listening, you know, the rest of God and allow him to bring it to fruition with our partnership. Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to call you uh, and I'm going to write this down because my next book is all about rest. The one I'm getting ready to write this fall is all about rest. And it is just what you spoke of having that resting your attitude, your identity in the hands of God to say you're working with him. You don't have to strive in this. This is, you know, you're allowed to take a day off. Yes, for sure. Do that. But also this is just having that uh, peaceful assurance that you're in partnership with God and doing the work, not trying to strive to earn it or anything like that. Wow. And we as women, I think women need that. I mean, men are workaholics too, but I think women we're so relational that we're, we overwork in a uh-huh. lot of areas, you know, yes. not just the workplace. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We're multitaskers. Awesome. Yes. We're multitaskers. Yeah. And sometimes we, one task right. at a time is fine or just no tasks at all. <laughs> Some <laughs> right, <days. laughs> right. So we only have about a minute left. So really quickly, Christy, we've had so, so much wisdom imparted here, but what would be one little nugget of advice you would leave to someone who's listening right now, if they are feeling that, they're on this journey right now towards a greater purpose. You know, I really would say don't stop pursuing the call in your life, no matter where you think you are, no matter how old you think you are, but be willing and okay with failing, be willing to try new things and don't get caught up asking everyone else for their opinion of you. Mm. God's opinion is the only one that matters. Listen Mm. to the inner voice that you know who you are because of who you are in Christ. And then just allow yourself to try things and to strengthen that spiritual muscle and just get aligned with who you are and who you knew, you know, he made you to be. Ah, good advice right there. (laughs) Thank you so (laughs) much, Christy. Uh, So we're going to be right back. We'll be wrapping up this episode of Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Lori Clapper, along with Janelle Keith on TalkEerie.com. Stay tuned.
You are listening to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. I'm Lori Clapper, along with Janelle Keith and our special guest today, Christy Olson. Uh, Janelle, let me ask you, what was your uh, biggest takeaway from today's show? Well, there were so many. I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm taking notes over here. It's like I'm almost missing the cues to ask the questions because I'm over here busy <laughs> taking notes. But uh, seriously, uh, Christy is so easy to talk to. And the thing that I'm really, my biggest takeaway is the confidence, the determination and the confidence in which she has married together, understands her assignment and is doing something about it. You know, how often I personally wrestled with, this is too big. I can't do this. God, are you sure you've chosen the right girl? All these excuses that I think disqualify me when I hear Christy talking about, well, she's just walking this out, you know, and we're women. She puts her pants on the same way I do. So, you know, it's just like one leg at a time. So, uh, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. And it really does embolden my faith to say, God has given us each an assignment. And to understand that takes a lot of, we have to let him sort out those details. The, the step one isn't directly related to step two, but step two is necessary. And when step two is done, he'll move you on to the next place. And then it, you just keep walking that out faithfully and not thinking that you have to do this on your own. I have a lot of takeaways or, or that you're alone in this because what she said in that last segment was brilliant. How are you going to work this out instead of thinking that, oh, well, I've got this big assignment. I got to do this. And I don't even know what I'm doing, you know? And so, uh, yeah, just having that confidence in God's ability to walk it out and to be faithful to what he's called you to do. It's funny you say that because the word assignment popped out at me too. I don't yeah. know what that means right now. I'm going to have to write that down, but yeah. you know, assignments can have kind of a negative connotation, but not really, because God has assigned us to certain places and purposes mm -hmm. and to certain people uh, along our journey. And uh, so yeah. assignment, that's the word to remember. And, yes. and also just what you just said a few minutes ago, Christy, was just not to give up no matter what your age is. Sometimes you feel like you're too overwhelmed in a stage of life. Maybe you're too old. But if you feel God calling you to something, you know, keep praying about it. Keep taking those baby steps forward if that's all you can take right now. Yeah, so. absolutely. Confidence and assignment. Those are two great words. And it's God confidence for sure. Believe me, if Christy right. can, this would be your motto. If Christy can do it, anybody <laughs> can do it because I have failed so many times, but I have, I had to stop looking at it as failure, right? It, it wasn't failure. It was one step closer in the process for me to understand the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, how this is going to work. So right. I, I think that's awesome. And, you know, the most important thing for me is I want to make sure that what we change for other women is this whole concept of mentorship, because I never really had a mentor. I listened to podcasts and teachings of people. So women who mentored me don't even know they mentored me because, you know, I just listened to some of their podcasts, right? Yep. Like, mm -hmm. hopefully women will listen to this, but good mentors are hard to come by. And I, I just, I've had some who wanted to make a mini me version of themselves. Like, sure, I'll mentor you, but you have to do everything I say and do it the way I did. So there was no room for expression of who this person is for their assignment. And that doesn't help with confidence either, right? So as I hear you say right. those words, eventually, especially as women, we tend to get threatened. And I, I want to eliminate that from our vocabulary. We can be mm -hmm. good mentors without being threatened. And everyone 
can experience this conversation. I want women just to keep having these kind of conversations and we can do that through yeah. mentorship creatively. And that's really been my experience. Like the three of us are talking and I will be totally filled for the rest of the day. Like I'll be walking high. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I want to create. So a part of this creating thing is for me, I'm going to create something called sacred and savvy. And, and how do we mentor each other? So I really want to challenge anyone who's listening to start having conversations with people so you can be confident in your calling and, and voice your assignment. Sometimes you just need to give voice to your assignment mm, yeah. and throw that into the atmosphere and the Lord's going to take it and run with it. All right, Christy, thank you so wow. much for being with us. Oh, I'm so sad that the show's coming to an end. I think we're going to have to have you on the show again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. See, it's just women connecting and sharing our experiences and our testimonies. It's so awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Christy, before we go, why don't you share how people can get in contact with you in the meantime? Sure. You, I'm on social media, Christy Lynn Olson. So we can put it in the show notes, but at Christy Lynn Olson is my handle everywhere, whether you're on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, kind of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm loosely on Twitter, so don't really go there. But um, And then ChristyLynnOlson.com is the website that you can go to and you can check more out about what I'm doing, what God's doing more importantly, and how you can connect, um, especially connect with me on social media. So I would love to see you there. It's been a pleasure to spend time with you, Christy. I am filled as well, and I'm fired up. I'm telling you, ladies, I am ready to go. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Yes. A great company of women. A great company of women. There We're you go. <laughs> there you go. And as always, thank you so much for listening to Women of Grace in the Marketplace. You can find us on Facebook, Women of Grace in the Marketplace. And if you have any questions, comments, feel free to email us, womenofgraceinthemarketplace at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Catch all the Women of Grace in the Marketplace podcasts anywhere at any time on WovenBooks.com.